Hi, and welcome back to I'm a Happy Enchilada. And if it's your first time with us, we're glad you're with us. Now, I'm Don Culver, and I'll be your host. And today, we're going to take a good look at deception. Deception is defined as an untrue falsehood or is the act of lying to or tricking someone. An example of deception is when you tell someone you are 30 when you are actually 40. Well, what are the six types of deception, you ask? Well, they are omission, distortion, half-truths, blatant lies, white lies, and failed lies. And what are signs of deception? Lack of self-reference, verb tense, answering questions with a question, ooh, I don't like that, equivocation, oaths, euphemisms, lack of detail. Now, every deception is comprised of two parts, dissimulation, which is covert hiding what is real, and simulation, which is overt showing the false. Deception is a major relational transgression that often leads to feelings of betrayal and distrust between relational partners. Deception violates relational rules and is considered to be a negative violation of expectations. So, what is the difference between lying and deceiving, you ask? Well, lying is the act of telling something known to be false. Deceiving is using some sort of plot for personal advantage. Misleading is causing someone to have a wrong idea or impression of something. They're all pretty similar, but the devil is in the details. So how do you deal with deception? Forgive yourself for being fooled. Don't give a known liar the benefit of the doubt. Learn the basics of deception detection and stop being shy about checking things out. Don't change who you are. That's really good advice there. Now, how do you know someone is deceitful? Well, here's some clues. Conceal true intentions. Someone who consistently encourages others to share first. I don't like that either. And takes credit for the work of others. Unnecessary drama, withholding instruction, unsuspecting gifts, beneficial alliances, and sneaky questions. And what is the negative effect of deception? Well, potential for participants to change their mind about the use of their data after the deception is revealed and damage to a participant's self-esteem through feeling ashamed, guilty, stressed, embarrassed, feeling manipulated, or lacking control over their own experience. And what emotion is typically underneath lying and deception? Well, it's fear of being caught, guilt about lying, and this one kills me, delight in having duped someone. Jeez. You know... In researching deception, I read a lot of things that sounded familiar to me. We're being bombarded with people of opposing views going after each other's throats every day about nearly everything in our screwed-up world. Lying and deception have become the norm in attacking each other's views on a topic. 
I know it's true that if someone tells a lie long enough, it becomes the truth in their mind. Sadly, I think the same is true if someone or some group creates a false narrative and says it over and over every day for an extended period of time, less informed people may eventually begin to believe it is the truth. Now, something for all of us to take a serious look at, don't you think? Well, that's all I've got. So until next time, God bless and be a happy enchilada. Bye.